Yeah, but like I just got you know comfortable. Next time? Next time? What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah, next time. I don't feel like Welcome back to another episode of The Cigar Guys. I am your host, Alexander Gonzalez. Also your host, Zachary Nikolai. Also your host, Jared Burrows. Hello. Also, special guest, Brianna. Brianna's here because she actually brought us some overseas gifts. And today we're going to be essentially doing a scotch tasting slash cigar pairing. And the cigars are also from overseas, but... Uh, tell us a little bit about the cigar that we're smoking, where you got it, uh, a little bit about the taste notes and stuff like that that we should expect. Okay, so I got the cigars at the Ritz-Carlton in London, which was very, very fancy. Um, I kind of just went in there asking the guy, like, you know, like, what's a good stick to get? And it's a medium-bodied cigar, and um, the wrapper is Ecuador, Connecticut. The binder is Mexico Negro St. Andre. Negro what? What is it? St. Andre? Mexico? San Andreas? No, it says Andre on the paper. Oh, well. The guy gave me a handy booklet that told me everything about all the cigars they got there. Um, the filler is Dominican Republic and Nicaragua, and um, it's a petite Corona. The one I'm smoking is actually slightly bigger because, you know, it is what it is. So I'm smoking the, uh, you guys are smoking the Caesar. I'm smoking the uh, Piccadilly. And uh, I, want to, I want to say, first of all, on the cold draw, Zach can attest to this. Tastes like carrots. It literally tastes like carrots tastes on like the carrots. cold draw. But uh, I'm about to light it up right here. So, okay. Interesting cigar. It's got a nice band on it. I definitely want to taste it. Okay. So, thank you. Take a puff of that. What do you think, Zach? First impressions. I don't like it. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. What about you, Jared? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a little sweet. But it's definitely a lighter cigar. Interesting. That's okay. right. Here, light up. It just has like weird like flavor notes to it. It's like light and sweet. Are we gonna like pair this with whiskey and come back to it? Yeah, it yeah. It yeah. tastes like watered down. Hmm. Would that make sense? No, because it's smoke. But <laughs> <laughs> like, but like the taste tastes like watered down like flavor. Okay. You ever been to like like you know like a grandma's house? You know, it just has. I that do have s- that smell, that oak, that oak smell. That's what it, that's what this tastes like. Interesting. Like grandma's like attic. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the garage. You walk into, you're like, you're like, why it's does- got that distinct smell? Yeah, why does everyone's grandma's house smell like this? You know I me. Mean? Yeah. Hmm. All right, real quick, what are these uh, scotches that you brought us here? Okay, so these I got in Edinburgh, this is Scotland. Um, they are from. Speyside, which is a other place that they um, distill whiskey. And this one is a Clan Denny. Um, it is it has a taste of vanilla, toffee, and oak. And um, this was a little bit cheaper of a bottle. It was like 53 pounds, maybe. So how much is that US? Uh, Quick yeah, mess. I don't know. Speak American, all right? Sorry, lad. It was like $80. What? I don't know. No, no it's like less. Probably like I don't know what forty bucks. It was like forty bucks. Keep going. What's up? Okay, and then um, they have like the biggest concentration of malt whiskey producers compared to every other producing region versus like Highland and everything. So I do have a question. Um, why would I buy this? 
when I could buy American bourbon. Well, because this is like only a few bottles and it's like a local to Edinburgh. Like you can't get this in the US. Yeah, I'm but sure like, if you like went online and you like did some like black market stuff, you could find it. Yeah, but, but that's like pretty un-American. Scotland is known can't for argue their whiskey. Yeah. Hey, it's un-American. That's it. I mean, well, Speyside produces Macallan as well. Hey, you're talking to the wrong guy. This guy so, drinks Macallan. I mean, I'm just. Hey, I don't say I'd jump on this joke, but I drank Macallan. We just had Macallan twelve here. That's long ago. So, did we finish that? Where is that? Is it this? No, no, we had Belvini. Oh, we had Belvini. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, moved yeah. over there. What is the second uh, <coughs> scotch that we're drinking? I would. I, I don't even think it's a scotch. I think this is like basically whiskey oh, at no, this it's point. Single malt whiskey. Oh, well, it's, it's a single malt scotch whiskey. Yeah, but the proof on it is fifty four. So you brush your teeth with it, basically. You can gargle with it. Well, so step I, one, step two. I'm saying, I'm saying, this might be closer to a whiskey. Obviously, it is a scotch. Is this like Boston Tea Party Part Two? Is that what we're about to do right now? <laughs> Do we have a harbor when she around leaves, here? We're gonna dump it. We have Tampa. <gasps> so what's so tell us about the second bottle? Tampa's here. got a harbor. <laughs> You're like clear on the red to, tide. <laughs> I'll be in Boston tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Hey, Boston Tea Party round two, baby. Oh gosh. So this other bottle is more expensive. It's a uh, Berry Bros and Rudd. It was actually one of 232 bottles, so it's a little more rare. Um, where I bought it, it was like Whiskey Trail, Edinburgh. And the guy said he just bought all of the bottles, so like no one else sells it but them, which is kind of cool. And now we have but one. We have one, yes, nice. we do. So that's England for you, all about <laughs> taking everything it's and leaving Scotland. it with. Yeah, who do you think owns them? <laughs> I don't did they it. leave? Did they? Did uh, Canada really leave? True. But yeah, um, this company was actually started by a woman back in um, what was it? That's when we kicked her off. Sixteen ninety-eight. But she was a grocer and a widow. They called her the widow born. 1698. What did you say? 1698. <laughs> they called her the widow born because she was a widow and had two daughters. And then it was kind of like a um, a grocer and then turned wine spirit and all that kind of stuff and carried on. It's actually pretty neat. So, yeah. Be cool. Is it still American. like Women's History Month or something? It is. It is March. Yeah. Isn't Not that like I really a, care about Isn't that like a thing? Like, I think in March, yeah. There's always something every month now. You know, yeah, I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So, all right, so let's try out this um, this uh, communist juice over here. Um, <laughs> can I open it? You can open it, sure. Which one are we let's drinking give, first? Uh, here, go over there and do open wanna, it. Do you want to do the this one, one first? Ash. Yeah. We act, we also have another special guest that's going to be joining us here. Oh yeah, first never, time guest. Never been on the podcast before. Um, we're gonna pretend like he's employed, so he can be cool like the rest of us. Please welcome Mark Nikolai. I forgot those existed for a I while. Know. Well, I forgot which button does what. Oh, All right, back to our regular programming. <laughs> back to the only opinion that matters. This cigar sucks. I rated it a 4.6 out of 10. Zach has an unrefined palate. Doesn't understand scotch whiskey. Um, Alex is ugly. Jared has no idea what he's talking about. I didn't agree or disagree. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. And I have the only opinion that matters. So I agree with you on the McAllen. It's hard to say no to that. All right. So, so what are we talking about? Where are we at? What is this? We're trying the whiskey. About to do the pairing. Zach looks very offended. This is what we call a shit show. 
We have, yeah, just, you know. <laughs> she She's in no, training. Hey, hey. She's in training. Hey, hey. No, don't put any So more. we fired James. <laughs> well, it's a tasting. Like, I don't, if you don't like it. If you tuned into it. our live stream, our intern James was doing a pretty bad job. So we hired Bree. I'll say when. He's gonna. He's not gonna say when. Just, just, just buy. Uh, okay. oh, oh, oh. You're wasting oh, you're, it. You're, you're you're give something to Zach. No, that's good. It's good. Yeah, spill it all out. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Uh, the yeah, smell so notes on this are actually very pleasant. Does it smell too harsh? It smells almost like I'm a count twelve. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It is. It does almost smell like a pecan toe. Probably because yeah. it's also yeah, but does it does it like smell cereal. like freedom? <laughs> I don't think so. It but smells like tyranny. You don't understand tyranny culture. Actually, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, it's pretty smooth, actually. Zach, what do you think? Hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't taste it. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm, well, before it evaporates um, out of this glass, that's actually very smooth. Clan Denny, very good first impression. Very, very nice. Look at that. What's a proof on that? A 40%. <laughs> That's a, it's a light. It's like apple juice, bro. Yeah, I'm say this could sneak up on me pretty fast. But I think it's going to hit you right in the face. No, I was going to say it went down so smooth. That I'm like, is this even alcohol? Dude, it's really, really smooth. It's pretty good. It's sweet. It's very smooth on tongue. It's a little sweet. Not too smoky, which is which I like. Mm. Um I wish it was a little hotter, to be honest. Look, Zach's almost done. He likes it. Well, it's evaporating as we speak, so. <laughs> Do you want more? <laughs> I'm good right now. <laughs> this guy, he's like, give me the hot stuff. Where's my bourbon? <laughs> so, essentially, um, we're all going to try two whiskeys, and then Jared's going to just have the one because he poured himself like a triple, quadruple. <laughs> I didn't pour it. It got poured for me. But it, I will so not wanted, go to waste. Okay, good. So, all right, let's talk about the cigar a little bit. This communist cigar. Oh, what is that doing? Honestly, at this point, it could be better. Probably, that might be the only thing that makes it better. Have you seen that um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger thing? Where you know that was the first time I've ever done that. I haven't done it either, actually. You know what? It didn't really add much though, because they're both like super light. He did it with tequila. But he brushed it all over. All over. I actually wanted to make a video about that. So, I mean, everyone's doing it. I got to do it now too. A little sweetness on it. I was gonna say, if anything, it helped filter it out more. So, for those of you that are audio listeners, (laughs) go to YouTube. One, Uh, second, we're basically uh, dipping. We don't condone this, but we dipped our cigars in the whiskey. Um, for the first time, have you done that before? Uh, no, I've never this is done the that. first time you're catching this live on the cigar, guys. Yeah, this is uh, that's actually it's an old school thing. So you used to, you used to see like a lot of like, uh, you know, it, it used to be popular probably probably about like the 80s or something. But uh, the reason it was so popular was because cigars during that time were kind of trash. Like to get expensive, you had to get expensive cigars for them to be good. So they would dip it in a whiskey or a bourbon. To mask the flavor? Pretty much. Yeah, to make it mask better. the flavor, make it a little bit better, yeah. For a little bit, I had more sweetness on there, but now it's just gone. And yeah, that's the thing, too. You got to keep dipping it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do that. Because you know, if you do that, I mean, uh, a lot of problems you have with that is the cigar gets too moist. And 
it ends up not being smokable. So that's why we don't do that. Also, you know, just enjoy the cigar how it is, you know? Yeah, I agree. Or don't enjoy it how it is. Be a man. Yes. Very good. <laughs> so how are you liking the cigar right now? I mean, it's just very basic. Like, um, I'm not it's, get- got, it's got a little, it started off sweet. And the more I'm getting into it, I, it tastes more bitter. It's got, yeah, more bitterness of anything. Um, not toast. I'm getting toast. I, I'm already halfway. I'm through, getting so. burnt toast, like the black, oh yeah, burnt toast. burnt toast. But it was the carrot smell right at the beginning, which is the sweet smell you're talking about. I just got a no. So when you did a, a dry pull, you get a real strong like, baby carrot taste. It's weird. No, seriously, ever. that is the first time I've ever had that. So I don't know how much a cigar costs. Um, but I'm gonna guess it costs about five pound twenty pence. Here's the like problem with that 50. theory, Zach. Uh, I think it has like $3. If you paid attention to any of the uh, TikTok comments that we got, you actually might have been alerted to the price. But nothing is cheap when it comes to cigars over in Europe, specifically London. Really? So, I know. This, that's, that's why I gave it that are price. Are taxed over there? Because it's not a good cigar. <laughs> 20 pounds. 20, 20 pounds of cigar? cigar? Twenty. This is a heavy cigar. This is, a, this is the cheapest thing they had. So this essentially is a $15 cigar. Hey, see what happens when you don't have, you know, freedom? Freedom to produce tobacco. What? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, you are. oh yeah what am I doing? You yeah, 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 don't listen to me. Freaking. All right, so like I said, this the whiskey costs more in American dollars. And, and freaking, for, and freedom I thought you were bucks. good at math. You did you yeah, like well, you know. Anyway, so this is like $22 a stick, which is very overpriced, in our professional opinion. We complain about Davidoff for twenty-two dollars a stick, <laughs> but it's about the experience. You know, you're in London. You go to listen. Their lounge is really nice. Yeah, but you know what the Four Seasons has over here? Padron. All right, they don't. Need, they know they don't need their own label. Do they have a lounge though? They have. What do you mean a lounge? You could smoke. They got a whole rooftop area. No, the Four Seasons is really nice. I'm not going to talk trash about them. Look, all I know is that what I'm learning from this experience is that if you go to London, make sure to bring your own travel humidor. Facts. Yeah, and that, that could, you know. To that, be fair, she actually imported great cigars. Probably the best cigars that you could purchase. Which ones were those? Uh, the 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 Basa Cigar. <laughs> Basacigar.com. Oh, you so can she, find them there. she exported it. She well, import into into there, but export. From I think there. she laundered exactly. it. Yeah, did you report it? I don't think it's laundering if you leave them there. Did you give it? A, did you? Did she hand it out to people? She did. Yes. Yeah. So, Basa Cigar is uh, moving into the retail space of Europe, as heavily requested by our Albanian consumers. Yeah, it's mainly just you know, Brie goes over there and hands them out. It's usually what it, what it portrays. That's what we do, though. To be fair. That is true. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm not complaining about do, it. You know? I'm not complaining about it. I'm just. <laughs> it's a very, very illustrious process, Zach. You wouldn't understand. Zach's actually, actually never been it. with us trying to sell it. Yeah, but we've been together trying to sell it. Oh, really? Okay. That is true. Yeah. It's not a, it, really. It's a one man job, so you know, two people is kind of overkill. And but I've, you know, and I've been to Kansas to try to sell it. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah. So we're we're moving. Base is moving. But you know what's not moving? Ritz Carlton. 
Yeah, man, these are that's something. Not, well, I kind of heard they're making another building. They're moving. I'm talking about the cigar itself. <laughs> <laughs> now it's getting a little spicy a little bit. I'm glad the, the scotch was good, though. Yeah. Dude, you're chiefing that. Well, it's so light. It's going down pretty fast, but now the flavor's changing again. All right. We've talked enough trash about the cigar. What about this uh, scotch? Honestly, the scotch is pretty good. Uh, it's a little light for what I usually like. It was a 180 um, turnaround from like five minutes ago. I, I appreciate that. Well, I'm going to be honest. You know, I'm going no, to really I'm I'm <laughs> give them you know, a bunch of crap, but that's just my, my bald eagles coming out. But um, no, it's actually pretty good. It is, it is like really light, though. You know, that, that's my only complaint about it, which I mean, it isn't a bad thing. Sometimes you mm. crave that. Sometimes you want something lighter. Yeah. But we're so used to drinking like American whiskey uh, that, you know, that comes out just hotter. That's just how it is. Well, so let's dive into the subject matter a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, pairing cigars with bourbon, whiskey, scotch, all that stuff. Because uh, that's a question we get a lot, actually, whether it's on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. Um, you know, how do you pair cigars with whiskey whatever drink you're talking about we'll talk we'll stick to whiskeys yeah today. so so when i pair i never want to overpower uh my cigar with the with the whiskey so unless so if i'm drinking a really hot bourbon i'm you know i'm smoking a maduro right exactly you know if i'm drinking a if i'm smoking a connecticut i'd probably be drinking something like this very light scotch mm-hmm. so part of it is uh, a lot of people think okay so if i have a light cigar i need a light whiskey or a light scotch or like you said yeah it's stronger good. cigar yeah stronger whiskey some people do the opposite they get a really light sweet scotch and a really heavy cigar and you know both of those theories complement it's just based on your preference really um so i mean the goal the overall goal is you want to have a cigar and a drink that elevates the experience so you have a good cigar by itself and a good whiskey by itself you pair those two together in order to elevate your overall experience. Yeah, the way I look at it is like you could always get a stronger cigar and uh, not as strong whiskey, but you cannot get a stronger whiskey and a lighter cigar because the whiskey taste will just stay in your mouth and you'll, you know, you wouldn't even taste a cigar at that point. So some people like, you know, uh, a really like full bodied cigar, but then they'll drink something light uh, because they don't want the overpowering like a sensation of both they're looking for like a balance yeah sort of thing. yeah exactly yeah but then you have other people you know who like hot whiskey and they like full body cigars that you know it's it, it just the way it is i think for this uh, one we probably did not need a whiskey for this right maybe a coffee or nothing by itself no yeah so i mean especially with very light cigars coffee is probably the best pairing um coffee i'd say is the best pairing overall yeah coffee but, goes with about just any any cigar really. yeah when you have a lighter cigar like this i mean by itself is great Low coffee, something like that. Coffee uh, or cola. Genuinely, when generally when you get to the uh, medium to full body, you could start get a little crazy with your pairings. Um, another another great thing about having the knowledge is um, you don't want a cigar and a whiskey that don't complement each other because that might actually, you know, ruin the experience, so to say. You, not ruin it necessarily, but you might enjoy the experience less. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. Of course it does. I said it. Yeah, I agree. But I think if you get any like medium body steak, uh, you can almost pair that with anything, you know? Right. It's not too strict. I mean, people think that pairing is like an art 
and that if you you know drink the wrong thing it might ruin your experience but that's generally it, not gonna happen no nah, it'll ruin your experience really yeah, yeah totally 100 percent. okay think about it. if you get right, but realistically though if you get like a, a davidoff tampa or something right you know something that's pretty light um and then you pair it with uh knob creek you know barrel strength 130 proof like select barrel single barrel single barrel select there you go all right and uh th- you're not going to taste that cigar like it's it's that's a you're true. spending you're spending 20 right. something dollars on like you know th- that steak is a pretty good steak 29 now is it 29 yeah the tampa yeah, yeah. Oh prices. Well, well, even the dead signature i had on monday i didn't really taste it so that's like 30 dollars kind of yeah, just gone. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you really, when it comes to cigar wise, you want to, you always want to pair under or at the same level. Uh, you don't want to generally, pair over. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, traditionally, most whiskeys that you'll drink will be in that safe range of like 40 to 50 percent. Yeah. And then, you know, you smoke a medium body cigar, you're pretty much safe. But the example you gave is perfectly accurate. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, and then some great pairings that we suggest, we'll start with some cheaper pairings. So for example, a um, Oliva Melania Maduro pairs really good with a uh, bourbon, or bourbon, a uh, Bullet Kentucky Straight Barrel. Good, good cheap pairing. pairing. I mean, cheap whiskey, uh, relatively cheap cigar. Another one would be like a Punch Maduro with Jim Beam. Actually goes well if you're looking to save some money. If you want to spend a little more money, uh, the Patron, nineteen sixty four anniversario, Jared's favorite. Uh, Knob Creek, straight bourbon, Zach's favorite. Both yep. really strong cigars that complement each other very. Or strong cigar, strong whiskey complements each other very well. Opus X Fuente Fuente with the Whistle Pig, twelve uh, year. The that's a good one. Old World, another great pairing. Patron nineteen twenty six series pairs very well with the Dalmore Cigar Malt. So those are just some examples. You can obviously explore a lot of other uh, combinations but the best pairing that i've had very recently the absolute best absolute best pairing i've had can't get better than this you get a nice glass of angel's envy bourbon and you grab yourself a base of cigar at basiscigar.com those two combine the caramel the hazelnut pair so well together it's honestly an unbelievable pairing the cedar the cedar which is in every single cigar we got cedar cedar notes you get the hazelnut, the cocoa. It's just the, the thing with the base of cigar is you get a lot of sweet notes on it. And the Angel's Envy is a uh, very sweet bourbon as well. And they really complement each other. Yeah. They, I mean, like throughout the whole experience of the base that they do, uh, you know, because when you first slide it, you gain a little bit of pepper. You gain, you know, you gain sweetness mixed with pepper. And um, uh, the Angel's Envy, because it's a little bit more sweeter, you know, complements it. But as you travel through the, the story of the cigar... Um, the pepper eases off, and that's when you get a smoother taste, and then that's when you're starting to relax. You know, then you're drinking the Angel's Envy, and it just they perfectly pair together, and you actually start tasting other notes in the Angel's Envy that you wouldn't normally taste um, if you weren't smoking a cigar. Exactly, because too combining cigars and whiskey, it opens up your palate a little bit because you, it starts making you taste other stuff that you didn't taste before. If you were just drinking the whiskey by itself or just a cigar by itself, it starts to, you know, when you smoke a cigar, it brings out that peppery flavor or that, that cedar flavor. So you start getting more notes of that. Then you might start tasting more of the caramel because you kind of have that, that balance of, okay, there's some more, you know, 
these notes over here, there's cedar and uh, pepper and hazelnut or whatever, it com- it contradicts some of the notes that you get in the whiskey. So it allows you to taste more overall if you were just drinking them straight. Yeah, it just enhances the flavor, I think. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, go-to whiskeys that you think pairs well with? Like really any stick you're smoking? Um, you want like a medium, you know, I, so what, you what, want like a medium style whiskey, like, uh, honestly just stuff that is like pretty common. Like you could do uh four roses, a small batch. That's, that's a, a good, good one. one that that's goes, one, yeah. yeah. Uh, basil Hayden, but the toast I think goes good with a lot of cigars. Yeah. It's get a the little basil sweeter, a little more, you know, yeah. chill. Um, and basil Hayden is becoming quite popular amongst whiskey drinkers it really is yeah yeah almost uh, everyone i talk to now is like oh basil hayden that's one of my go-tos i'm like oh, we started that trend though yeah we totally did yeah exactly um bullet i think you know it's pretty good if you know you want the cheaper side too yeah um, no, honestly, i'm actually not a big bullet fan i'm not a huge fan of it but i don't think it's that bad honestly uh, yeah i don't I'll think it's it. that bad i've yeah. had the bullet rye that's fantastic bullet rye is pretty good yeah but I'm you know, like hu- i'm not a huge rye guy yeah that's the thing yeah. it's stronger you know, it has a little bite to it. It's pretty good. Yeah. If I'm if I'm drinking bullets, just regular uh, bourbon. Um, I think uh, some Japanese whiskeys go great with a lot of things. Yeah, actually, Japanese whiskeys are like a lot more milder. Um, oh, man, I just blanked on some names. Uh, actually, like, uh, like the Habiki Harmony. Habiki yeah, Harmony is yeah. good. Yeah. It's a good cheaper one. Uh, actually, any Japanese whiskey right now is actually a little, little expensive. Yeah. But for those of you not familiar, Japanese whiskey is definitely lighter than scotch overall. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's smoother. You don't get a lot of bite on it. That's actually how like we recommend getting people into whiskey is having them. Uh, that's actually how we got Mark into whiskey, but having them drink Japanese whiskey just because it's not going to be as strong as a scotch. It's not going to be as strong as, you know, like an American style bourbon. Um, so yeah. that's what that's what gets you to taste actual flavors of the whiskey before you actually start getting to stronger stuff. Yeah, there's some great ones. There's um, the Hibiki makes great ones. Yamakaze 12 year. One of my all-time favorite uh, whiskeys in general. You know who loves Japanese whiskey? Who? PewDiePie. He does. Well, he doesn't drink anymore, but he did love them. Yeah. No, yeah. he drinks again. I'm pretty sure. Does he? Yeah. 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 yeah he he loved. Uh, actually, he was one of the reasons why I started with you guys and PewDiePie because he always uh, talked about yeah yeah Japanese stuff Japanese yeah. whiskey. So, uh, so I mean, when Nika, he say- Nika makes some great bottle Nika in a barrel. Uh, for for someone starting whiskey though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so when you say starting, you mean like. Like straight neat or like an old fashioned? No, like starting out, no, like hasn't started, really drinking whiskey good. before. Okay, cool. Yeah, like yeah. If you didn't drink whiskey before and you wanted to get into whiskey, um, Japanese whiskey is a great way to start, just because for beginners. Yeah, for beginners. Yeah, because you're. It's not overpowering. You know, a lot of people yeah. will start with uh, something that's like, let's just say four roses. They'll start with four roses and be like, oh my god, like how do people like whiskey? You know, but it's mm-hmm. it is an acquired taste, just like wine's an acquired taste. Gin's it's like all the comments. I can see all the comments right now. Like, do you think that it tastes good? You're just saying that yeah, you're lying. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's funny with Japanese whiskey because the price kind of shot up on it. Because I remember when I first started drinking whiskey, you could get a Yamakaze 12 year for almost the same price as a Macallan 12, and now I think it's in the couple hundreds of dollars. I think it's like really? 100 to 200 dollars. Yeah. Freaking Japanese. Yeah, you used to be able to get it for about like. 80-ish bucks and then I was in a liquor store the other day and I saw it for like $200. I was like, whoa. It's a little, it's a little up there. <laughs> okay, Davidoff, calm down. <laughs> do we want to crack open this second bottle here? Yeah, let's do it. Berry Bros and Rudd. This is going to be quite a jump. So we're going from 40% to 54%. 
which is why I called it basically a whiskey. I mean, there's not a lot of scotches that are at that proof. Well, you know, it's I mean, one, it's one of, it's a wannabe bourbon. But all scotches are whiskey, right? Your yeah, all, all scotches yeah, are yeah, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, you know, your yeah. whiskey, your bourbon. That's what I mean. Yeah, all, all scotches are whiskeys, all bourbons are whiskeys. But, you know, it depends where they're manufactured, uh, the style of manufacturing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Remember the last time that happened, someone didn't say when. <laughs> it's gone. I, it, 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 you, your cup has a leak in it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you. I will say, uh, you know, really quick <sighs> before we, I mean, we could, you know, you guys could try this. No problem. Gosh, you're going to make me wait. No, I was just kidding. No, I was just not it. No, but uh, um, lots of things we don't talk about are like peated whiskeys. None, none of us are fans of peated whiskeys. Uh, I've had one that I thought was okay. Peter who? Peated Oh, peated, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if some people like peated whiskeys, I'm not a big fan. To have a cigar to pair with it, it has to be an interesting cigar. It is very hard to pair with peated whiskeys. Well, peated whiskeys are like normally like very. They, I mean, they have a lot of flavor, but it's very strong too. So yeah. you you do need like you know a padrone or uh, like any just full-bodied cigar but it has to have flavor in it you know yeah I mean? in order to compete with the whiskey yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big uh pd guy um i think matt gave me a pd whiskey one time that i liked and i just can't remember the name of it yeah we, we did we did a tasting once did was, we do it was a Belvi- belvini tasting they had a peated are you talking about the one at celery no no but, i think it was at that uh it was a belvini event they had a peated belvini and we were like this is terrible then someone, Probably. oh, maybe, you know who it was? Uh, Kayla, I think, gave me one to try because I said I hated peated oh, whiskey. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, no, 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 try this one because I hate peated whiskey and I like this one. And we tried it and that one was decent. And then um, recently on the podcast, I forgot what cigar it was. We were smoking a cigar and I'm like, this would be good with a peated whiskey. Uh, I wonder if we could find that. but um, Or even if I said it on while we were recording. But, but it wasn't like good enough for you to buy an actual bottle that night, right? Uh, it's not my thing. You know what I mean? Like you could taste, uh, you know, you could drive a nice car and be like, you know, hey, it's a beautiful car. I like driving it, but it's just not my thing. You know, I would never buy it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those. But. All right. Cheers. Ready, set. Hmm. It's weird. It's like you can tell it's hot, but it's still super smooth. Also very sweet. Very sweet, yeah. It's got those caramely notes. Kind of like Angel's Envy-esque. What does Jared think about it? It's The first one is very smooth. This was like not as smooth, but bites you're in your tongue a little bit, but the taste is fantastic. Yeah, I, f- I feel it. The roof of my mouth. Yeah, like, I didn't get the bite on my tongue, but I definitely got the bite when or it, maybe I swallowed it. Would you say tingle instead of bite? Because it didn't really... Yeah, yeah, tingle, tingle. tingle. Yeah. Mm. Really good. It's really rich. It smells fantastic. Very sweet. This is like the stuff you put in your morning tea. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would explain all the people coming up to our booth at 4 p.m. on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> well, you know, out. 106.7 was drinking at 5 a.m. when I was going into work. <laughs> so, <laughs> Are you allowed to have whiskey at your desk at work? No. <laughs> oh. No, I'm saying I was going to work. I was listening to the radio. And... Uh, uh, 
the 1067 Johnny's house, they were at Liam's for the block party. You know, I didn't see them there though. Well, wow. <laughs> they were there at 5 a.m. They probably went home and took a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were staying at the Weston across the street. So yeah. they, they were probably in and out all day. Uh, you know, yeah, I really didn't see him over there. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, I, I really wasn't looking for him either. Uh, yeah, you're right. I wasn't. Yeah. But I was really hoping that like Johnny would come and buy a cigar because he smokes cigars or, if, you know, we sh- you know, that's what we should ask. We should ask him if he wanted a cigar. Uh, the owner of Liam's. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. To give it to him. I don't know. Oh, I, um, you're talking about the guy that was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I asked him. He was like, no, nah, I don't smoke cigars. No, I know, but I'm saying like if Johnny was there. Oh, gotcha, to gotcha. have him yeah, give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure if, if they were there, they stayed inside, you know. Like, I mean, they they probably had security. Had a table, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in the back, back room. Yeah. the second bar. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they stayed, they practically stayed there overnight. <laughs> they were setting up and then in the morning. Why didn't we have our own private security? Because everyone else did. <laughs> we were our own private security. <laughs> Fair, you have yeah. Tyler there? We did have Tyler there, actually. Okay, good, right. Actually, yeah, we had like freaking 10 people like hovering around our booth like, buy cigars, we're going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't force cigars on anyone, so yeah, that, disclaimer. We that, don't, no. Our bodyguards do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, Which one do you like better? That's tough. I like the this uh, second one better. Um. Because I think Zach might agree because we're more bourbon whiskey guys. They have very similar flavor profiles, but obviously one has more of a body than the other does. One's stronger, single malt scotch, tingle, tastes pretty good, and smells pretty good. So this is kind of going to be a shock. I like the first one better. Wow. After you shat on it the whole time. Well, no, I'll tell you the reason why. He was just in a bad mood. He The cigar, you know, he was just... It's been a long day for Zach. Well, (laughs) no, I'll tell you the reason why, though. Um... You know, like I usually don't like scotches. Like McCown, I'll drink. Uh, I don't mind McCown, but uh, um, I don't like scotches. And the fact that this is stronger, like proof, uh, you get more of that scotch flavor. And like I kind of just don't like that about it. Where I would prefer to drink the first one because you know you're not tasting as much as that scotch flavor. You know, I see that actually. Yeah, yeah. I took a sip while you were saying that, and I was like, hmm, he's right, he's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's you know contradictory because I like hotter stuff but uh but yeah i think i think i'm gonna go with the first one it's a good point it's a good point the first one is really smooth jared which one do you like better probably the second one is that one see that's a shock right here the, the fact that you like the first one i think you like the second one but i like scotches and he just admitted he didn't like scotches yeah but it's a it's a stronger profile is what i'm saying yeah but it's a stronger scotch profile. true okay you're right you're right yeah like if you compare a strong bourbon and a strong scotch they have not two the completely same, yeah. different flavors. What about you? I know. <sighs> it's tough. Zach might have a point, actually. I'm kind of like going back and forth on this. I might I might agree with him that I would probably enjoy the Clan Denny a little more, like just overall. But I really like this right now. I'll tell you what. Like, but I think one and done for me. Yeah, yeah. The Clan Denny, I could drink a few of them. It'd be interesting and to like have it. them covered up, and we taste them without reading the labels first. True. Yeah. yeah there was no yeah, bias. No scotch cool. or bourbon or nothing. I mean, Spoiler alert: We're going to do that with cigars. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think. Um, so it's funny because I, I like the first one because how smooth it was, but uh, the second one does have a little more complex flavoring that I like. But I so I'm going to pick the second one. But I, you're right. I do think I couldn't 
as far as like overall enjoyment, I think the first one's better for like, you know, if you want a few. Yeah, if I was going to drink the first one, I, I would probably order one double and then I'd probably switch to something else after. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if, for me, like scotches are almost like like rise in the sense of um, I like them better in like old fashions. You know what I mean? I won't really drink them by itself. But like if you have like like this in an old fashioned, I think it would be great. Which I, is controversy in itself. People are against scotch in old fashioned. People are against anything in old fashioned. True. But, I mean, you have you have some people that are against bourbons. You have some people that are against rye. Some people that yeah. Some people say it's got to be rye or it's got to be bourbon. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, we've had tequila old fashions. You know, which great. is even considered an old fashioned. No, it's called a base of fashion. No, <laughs> <laughs> great though, tequila is great in old fashioned. It, it really is. I mean. It, is it really called an old fashioned at that point? Probably not. You know, there might be another name for it that we don't know about, or but just the style, like old fashions, are so simple. Um, you know, it's just bitters, simple syrup, whiskey. Whatever. No, it's really easy to make, and once you make them like two times, I mean, you're golden. Yeah, and you know, especially nowadays, um, you know, everything is craft, right? You have craft beers, you have craft bitters. You know, you have orange bitters, yeah. you have lemon bitters, you have coffee bitters, hazelnut, yeah. all that crazy stuff. So when you have like something like like lemon bitters um, and you're using tequila instead, tequila traditionally has lime or lemon in it. So it complements it. You know what I mean, we have the stuff now to complement it with versus, you know, classic bitters is just it's made it's made for whiskey. You know what I mean? It's not made for whiskey, but you know what I mean? That's the traditional yeah, way to yeah. do it. It's great too, because like I, when we had tequila fashions a couple episodes ago, um, I used the sugar in the raw to make that simple syrup, so it still had that same color. Like it wasn't clear. Yeah, it yeah. still had that same like whiskey color, so to say. Yeah, I was a fan of those they made. Wait, did you make them? I did. I was a fan. I shocked myself. I'm be honest with you. Now, and you know what's crazy about that? So you use raw sugar. You know the classic cane sugar that. A lot of people are putting in their coffee. Real now. sugar. No, yeah, seriously. But there's so much extra flavor in there versus like bleached sugar that yeah. no matter what drink you put it in, it's going to change the flavor of it. No, exactly. I mean, that's that's how I, when I started drinking coffee, that's what my dad taught me. Use the raw sugar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I like just When you started drinking coffee, you mean like 20, 15 years ago? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hispanics, man, they start drinking coffee when they're four years old. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Same thing with Albanians. You know, we we're different kind of coffee. coffee we're, but, we're having Turkish coffee. Yeah, since we're very young. Yeah, we're having Turkish coffee. I remember when we, Mark and I, you know, when we would go to like Europe or something, or even in New York, they'd offer, "Oh, do you guys want coffee?" And it's like you have to say yes. So we were probably teenagers, maybe like early teens when we started drinking. Imagine coffee. having yeah. to say yes to coffee. It's 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 you know it's not By even the third or fourth. Yet. Day, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I guess yeah. Yeah. Well, back then they made it super sweet too. Yeah. Like they they want they're like oh do you want it sweet like yeah and for a kid they would like pack it with sugar. <laughs> yeah. That's they, why sometimes I feel like the safer option is when someone asks you like oh do you want it sweeter, just say no. Yeah, because you you can always make it a like sweet. we were at the one lounge in Sand Lake, and she was like oh do you want it regular or sweet, and you were like oh just like normal. And it was still really sweet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. If she would have made it sweeter, it would have been way too much. Exactly. So, safe yeah. to say. But coffee. Coffee is great. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. my cousin, uh, Nick, he he loves Turkish coffee. Finally, I started saying no. We visited like 10 family members in one day. 
all different houses. And Nick is just like, yeah, I'll take coffee. Yeah, I'll take coffee. Yeah, I'll take coffee. And finally, I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's, yeah. More, that's more caffeine than a bang. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I By know. By the end of it, you probably drank like two bangs. <laughs> yeah, it probably more. And then, But this dude, I don't know how he does it. We'd get back in the car and he'd pass out. Boom. Next house we go to, yeah, I'll take another coffee. I just woke up. <laughs> I'm like... It'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes I'll drink coffee late at night and I sleep fine. It's hit or miss though for me. I'm not that crazy. I used to drink coffee at night and then go to bed. Like you know what? If it's late at night and I go to like Starbucks or something at like eight o'clock to like study or whatever, uh, I actually feel like I get more tired. Drink coffee? Yeah. So I gotta get like an energy drink, like if I want to stay up late at night. I think it's a mental thing to be honest, because coffee is kind of naturally relaxing. That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which too is like they were saying if you drink um. Like when you wake up in the morning, you have this chemical in you that like cortisol makes you, I think so. Yeah. So you have to wait. The best thing to do is to wait for that to leave your body for like an, after an hour or two, it leaves your body. Then you drink coffee. So you don't get that crash. Yeah. Like a few hours later. Yeah. They say 90 minutes you have to wait. Cause if you, if you take it right away, like, you know, or caffeine, you know what I mean? It just blocks the cortisol. Yeah. And then it hits you later. Yeah. That's what you have like a bunch of water, take a huge shit, then make the coffee and you're good to go. <laughs> noted yeah it works <laughs> that's how you drink coffee fair fair and then take another shit after coffee so yeah that's inevitable <laughs> especially when you drink coffee like we do turkish fair coffee enough. strong coffee yeah, i drink so much coffee yeah you know but i gotta say as far as this pairing goes uh i think the first scotch worked better than clan and danny for sure the the first scotch pair is better with the cigar Although, to be honest, I wouldn't pair any great whiskey with this or any whiskey at all with this cigar. Yeah, I'm light. not it's a fan. I was going to say, I actually love this whiskey with this cigar because it makes me not taste the cigar. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> which I'll read in the taste notes on the on the pamphlet that they gave us. Which I don't know if you guys can taste these at all, but I really don't taste them. It's roasted nuts. I guess I can kind of see that. Like over-roasted. Like burnt nuts. Uh, well, the, yeah, the burnt toast. Pepper and leather. Yeah, so I don't taste any pepper. Leather, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't know what leather. I mean, I, I get more grass notes in it, to be honest. Would you taste leather or would you smell it? Like the aroma? Well, you know, it tastes like the smell of leather, I think. I think that's what they're going for. Hmm. It's just a, it's a feeling you get, you know? You just have to feel the cigar. I'll tell you what I get. What? I get burnt bread. Toast. Sawdust. And uh, just bad. <laughs> That's like a three-puff review. So, like, Great War England? <laughs> just overall bad, man. I get, like, a sawdust, actually, when you said that. I I immediately tasted that. The sawdust was a joke, but not really a joke, because no, it, it has, like a, wood, like, a wood taste to it, but not, like, a cedar, just, like, a... Like, if I was to lick... A bunch of sawdust that probably tastes the same. Yeah, you know, when you cut wood out back, you got your chainsaw going, you got the sawdust flying. A little gets in your mouth. A little you gets know, in your like... mouth. <laughs> That's just the flavor you get, man. What are you thinking? Tastes like um, tobacco leaf. You know, it does have tobacco wrapper. in it. Oh, no way. With tobacco it's wrapper. It's tobacco. It's got a tobacco wrapper on it. Tobacco binder. Interesting. Tobacco That's filler. shocking. Yeah, tobacco, tobacco binder. Filler, too, with tobacco. That's crazy. 
It does have a, a lot of different tobaccos from different origins, too. Does it? I think so. I think the filler itself is three different leaves. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's uh, actually three different it's, origins. It's Ecuadorian Connecticut leaf. Uh, Should have been an Ecuadorian Habano. Hello. Mark, how do you like the label, With the branding? The, actually, you know what, man? I really like this label. <laughs> to be honest, the band. It makes it feel like a, almost like a royal kind of feel. Yeah. It's got a nice red. Not as nice as the baser red, but it's pretty close. It's, it's more like it's a different red. It's, it's like got, a, you know, some royalty, royalty kind of feel on it. I mean, it's the Ritz-Carlton logo. The Ritz-Carlton logo is, you know. Yeah, it's like putting a Waldorf logo on it. You know, it's, it's just elegant. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, it's nice looking. Nice looking band. When we go to London and we have like, you know, $1,000 on us, we can buy like some of their Maduro's. Like five their, cigars. <laughs> <laughs> their Maduro's, their whatever other ones they have. But yeah, that's all you, buddy. I'm gonna stick to my uh, American prices, <laughs> or excuse me, my my Floridian. thirteen dollar base of Toro. But even went to Kansas, like the scotches weren't much cheaper, were they? They're pretty much standard. Like the uh, cigars. Are, wait, no, no wait, he was scotches. saying that the scotches were great. Okay, price wise, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, everything was pretty good. Um, yeah, price wise, it wasn't overpriced at all. There, I mean, there was probably, I'm sure there was some stuff that I didn't see that was, but. Like Balvini fourteen was a really good price. The Caribbean cast, it's kind of shocked. That's what, that's why that's all I was drinking. But I mean, when you're in Kansas, what are people really drinking? I was just happy I was there during Super Bowl. I was there when they won <laughs> when they won the uh, um, the Super Bowl. Well, no, when they won the game <laughs> to go into the Super Bowl is when I pulled up. <laughs> when they won the Super Bowl is when I was leaving. But that was good. Very nice. Good time. Final thoughts. Good little vacation, you know. On the cigar, not Zach's vacation. Uh, not good. That is my final thought on that. Would I buy it? Absolutely not. Would I be mad if I bought it and I smoked it over there for twenty dollars? Absolutely. So I appreciate twenty pounds. I appreciate the the foreign gift from of Brianna. Course. Um, anything is accepted and appreciated. But I also appreciate the fact that I don't like it. Yeah, you know, we're all about honest reviews on here. So if we don't like it, we don't like it. Um, honestly, the cigar, I would price it about like $6. I would give it, yeah, yeah, uh, maybe. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I've had $6 cigars that are better than this. That's why I'm giving it $6. <laughs> the, the scotch is great, though. It's a great job on the Absolutely. scotch. Absolutely. The scotch is really good. Any final thoughts, Jared? I mean, you know me. I, uh, I like darker, full-body cigars, so it was very light, you know. So, I mean... I will say, for a light cigar, it did have a lot of flavor. Not great flavor, you know. <laughs> it, it's just so hard because I smoke, but, you know, you know, darker cigars all the time. So, it's kind of like... It's it just so light for me. I was intrigued by that baby carrot flavor before we lit it. That was the probably the coolest thing about it. The mo- it was unique. I mean... Yeah, the dry pole had a weird, yeah. weird little flavor. How'd they do that? Because only in the very beginning. Right? I mean, it wasn't intentional. It's oh, just okay. just yeah, a byproduct. I, yeah, I think that was just like the flavor of the tobacco, or whatever. Could be the preservatives they use if they use any. You know, preservatives. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust them over there. So, just like the French. I mean, their cigarettes are better so than American cigarettes, at least. Yeah, but American cigarettes—they put so much stuff in them. Yo, don't smoke American cigarettes. Only smoke European cigarettes. I really don't. Only smoke no cigarettes. Only, at all. only smoke yeah, cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah only cigars, smoke cigars. Yeah. Realistically, facts. Yeah. But. Yeah, European cigarettes have like, I mean, they have so much regulations on them. American cigarettes have regulations against 
advertising. That's it. <laughs> as far as what's in them, it's beyond me. But that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The Cigar Guys. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can stay updated when we upload new episodes. Uh, go to our link tree so you can subscribe and follow all our other social medias. And uh, maybe next time we'll smoke some better cigars. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it happens. We see have it. our ups and downs, but that's okay. Thanks again for tuning in. See you guys next time. See you. See you later.